0: First of all, don't tell me what to do. Ding dong, hello.
1: Yes, y'all, uh, rise and in praise, infidels. You've almost made it through another week facing doomsday, but we've got the nanothermite set and we're ready to light the fuse block the big ring punch, running after running, and I got my man the vet here to lay out the battle plans for the Hameen Media Army, get ready for war with Hacker Hameen on channelattitude.com, AEW Dynamite Review, y'all. Oh, I'm fired up, baby. I'm fired up, man. A lot of energy today coming in today's show, and I'm glad to be back uh, with all you guys loading up the chat room uh, strong. I see my man Johnny Six. Brother Jonas is in the house, man. We had a good time this morning recording the Friday locker room with the Striz Strangler Steve with the Wednesday locker room back in full effect, and I'm glad the vet could be joining us today. I should introduce him, but
0: first of all. Don't tell me what to do.
1: I won't. I definitely won't. So, uh, Vet, how's it going, pal? Good to see you, buddy. Man,
0: oh, yeah, it's uh, it's great. We don't have any. Uh, we we haven't had any. Uh, what w- what do you want to call it? Chemical warfare over here on on <laughs> on the West Coast installation. Yeah, man. Uh, but uh, hopefully, you guys can breathe a little bit easier. Uh, pun intended, up there. Yeah, it's been raining this week. That cleared up a lot of it, man. But uh, to look at
1: it, the energy weapon uh, footage, uh, possibilities of it, and other things that just dropped about energy weapons coming out of Antarctica. And I don't know, man. Uh, what are you supposed to do? I just want to open a weed dispensary, finish out my wrestling career, and in fucking uh, hang and bang, you know? But. Uh,
0: I don't see how one thing has to do with the other.
1: No, it does. I figure people are going to be more stressed. The demand for, for crop is going to go up, right? Yes, so, yes indeed. Uh, but uh, some things, I guess, as we get older, we just are like, you know, what's worth me? We're, you know, it's not like uh, it's not worth mentioning or talking about by any means. But like, uh, what am I going to? today is not the day for me to fight directed energy weapon uh eco terrorism it just it just isn't yeah you know uh but it is a good day to hang with you bro so thank you so much doing a kick ass job over there with let's go brandon on the impact attack and this week's special guest filling in for big ray i think chris ams is over there with you on oh, the yeah. next level review man so i just appreciate you uh running game over there and making sure all uh you know battle lines are uh, checked out we got patrols everywhere
0: that's right we got to get the content out there for the people uh and chris uh, has got some of my favorite content so i've been trying to get him on uh, next level and his schedule just does not work out with our normal time but because Mm. of you know the shuffling around and everything he was able to make it this time and we had a pretty good time. Uh, I-, I liked it. I never like having to ask people to sit through an episode of NXT. That that part, yeah. I-, I don't like. But um, it is fun getting, you know, their perspective on it. I always like uh, the fresh eyes. And that's what I kind of hope to, uh, you know, to do here today because... You know with forbidden door coming up you know and as our resident uh, new japan correspondent i feel yeah. like i'm here to answer any questions that the people may have or yourself uh regarding who the hell are some of these people so yeah absolutely well it was interesting the way they slotted them in there i i
1: enjoyed it I, it was I good wasn't it like yeah, yeah. last rarely, year it
0: seemed like a snake bit event because mm-hmm. people got hurt People pulled out. People were sick because that's when people were still like having those travel restrictions where you had to quarantine after landing and shit yeah. like that. So the Forbidden Door we got, even though a lot of people really liked it and it did a good house and everything, but that was uh, it was like uh, put together with you know you know uh, Elmer's glue and popsicle sticks. There we didn't get half the matches we were yeah, promised, man. and so this this year is shaping up to be pretty nice, and uh, it looks like for a change. They're promoting these talents the right way so far, and they still got, what, a couple weeks?
1: Yeah, and uh, yeah, to introduce them and be like, what did we not do right? Or somebody's like, here's what we need to do, and it takes minimal effort, you know? And I thought the guys looked badass in them. So I, it was good, man. I like that. Uh, something out-looking badass is plants are drying, and his new seeds have sprouted. Smurfberry has 40 buds and counting from Frank's Pickle Barrel. I was growing those horseshoegenetics.com premium cannabis genetics and uh it was a big week here man i just got the uh you can you can get our new nutrient line at horseshoe genetics.com uh but now you can buy them on amazon using card and the shipping i think it'll be included that may end up changing down the road but right now available on amazon horseshoe genetics nutrients worm juice i know you love that in your coffee vet in the morning uh nice shot of worm juice CalMag solution ph up ph down and coming soon uh our uh, climax cloning solution and climax gel not for sexual application i was or, gonna say
0: do you have to sign ndas for these yeah do as thou
1: wilt i guess you know
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh so
1: yeah it's uh, exciting times all the time here at hmg on the on all levels and uh and uh, last night was an interesting show there's some news i imagine we should cover that uh, you know goes into what was up with AEW. w let's talk about kind of the controversy and it's a guy I don't really know. So I don't want to talk anything about, I know him this way and he's a good guy or, or what have you is just uh, getting hit up uh, from, Hey, did you hear the news and uh, about BJ Whitmer uh, being arrested and uh, you know, domestic dispute it sounds like and then burglary which people are like well we break in a house and steal stuff Well, that can be as much as taking a girlfriend's phone right they'll charge you with that Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. i don't know any details or anything along those lines however as was stooge to me last night uh by uh anonymous source okay (laughs) this was uh on a door last night
0: okay i think at the
1: show and uh, you know, the I don't know this dude, so I don't think like you always want to be sure with security, like being let go and the guy's on his luck, is he gonna show up and do something? Like that could be one part of the case. Or is this a rib to the boys? So everybody sees it when they go down, and they go bury a guy because he's somebody's boy, right? Like, and you do that to like create who, who put that up there? Who put that up there? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know the context of that. I just got the picture. I'm just letting you guys know from a wrestler point of view, which of those one is a legitimate way. However, the other one can be a, a, a quick hang this down there and, and fucks with people. And then his boys are going to stooge it and fucking now there's some silent little cold war tactics going on, right? That this is well. not out of the realm of possibility it's it's not
0: you can't you cannot have been involved in the wrestling business to any significant degree without immediately going to like the most paranoia uh thoughts you know so paranoid thoughts so uh i think most likely if we want to be serious about it most likely this is for like uh, the event and building employees that don't know who this guy is just to make sure that everybody knows, like this is, you know, uh, vendors with security, you know, those type of people. I think I'm sure everybody in the actual AEW knows what's up and doesn't need to be. Um, I don't think it's, it's not, it's not, um, it, the, the poster doesn't look funny enough to be a rib. So I, I kind yeah. of feel like I kind of feel like it's just one of those things for like the non AEW personnel. Or
1: are you good enough to make the poster not look like a rib?
0: In on, order we, to who are we talking about here? <laughs> <laughs> who are we talking about here? We who, who, know we know how bad these shows are creatively. Yeah, I don't know if anybody's that. skilled <laughs> enough to 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 get to those levels of. On. Oh, this yeah. is what they're spending
1: their time on. That's why yep. the rib is, that is what more it is? Right?
0: But this was a good show this week, so it yeah, couldn't it, have been that. It, it was a good that.
1: show. It was. I'm not going to lie, man. I, mean, I made a joke.
0: Crazy. I made a joke when, uh, uh, when this, when this, when I first heard about this, something to the effect of like what they thought he was like a crooked judge for the Ring of Honor Pure Title or something, because that's the last time I saw BJ Whitmer doing anything. Yeah. Um. But it's uh yeah man i like you said i don't know anything about the guy either or you know any of the facts but um yeah it's unfortunate yeah i don't either
1: you know and that's between you know
0: him and the law at this point i guess but
1: uh they they did release them uh you know for you know pr purposes i don't know what what the deal is but uh yeah. Uh, interesting there, but I think, uh, that opens the door for Jimmy Jacobs uh, reportedly joining AEW as a producer. I saw Todd, our own, uh, Todd Brantley, uh, putting that in the chat. I also had that up here on WrestleLink here. So we got some group mind going on here. Um, but, uh, you know, he's worked for WWE and when he was released, it was because of a selfie that he took with the bucks, you know, and bullet club guys. Right. So, you know, they they got his back and he's been working at Impact for a while. We kind of have a mutual interest uh in Congo Kong, you know, being uh worked having worked with both of them. Uh, my interaction with him was uh slightly odd or what have you. I'm sure some stooge report got back on something. <laughs> Who knows at Impact? Yeah. But uh here he is. Uh, you know, with the expansion of AEW, they're gonna need more hands on deck doing stuff, you know, with collision and all this stuff. And this guy's this is his third trip in, in, in into a big company so um gotta be pretty seasoned by this time and be able to handle what needs to be handled i believe
0: i'm interested to see where that leaves impact you know because i don't miss uh any opportunities on Monday nights on the impact attack with Brandon to call Jimmy Jacobs out on the carpet for any whack creative that they may or may not, you know, Mm -hmm. want to attribute to him. I heard Uh, Sammy
1: Callahan might be helping out. I don't know if he was helping at the same time or not, you know?
0: uh, Yeah. Well, I think he's probably definitely heavily involved in his own creative Mm -hmm. um, because it's always the same wherever he goes. So uh, that's why I, I, you know, I can kind of tell what he's, what he's doing. Um, but uh, yeah, that was like, but but it seemed like a lot of that stuff fell to Jimmy. So if he's you know headed for AEW, then Impact is probably going to look quite a bit different. Uh, well, the I think weeks. that the vet might need to get his resume
1: together to oh, submit hey, to on, Impact. Man. Yeah, uh, you've no, been no. Driving, reviewing the show, I, you know I, but I. <laughs>
0: I book through Osmosis. I don't get any credit. I don't hey, do Dude, any... you could
1: you could sit here on StreamYard and have a meeting every week, dude. There's no reason why you shouldn't. You're up on the product, you have a great mind, you're trained, and fucking why not shoot a shot? You never know what might come back to you, That.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I know that there's been some that there has to have been some inside stuff past stooge whatever somebody's a fan because stuff that i said directly has you know whether it's instantly or eventually yeah, sure. become has mm-hmm. come to pass so it's like all right uh that's
1: good man That that i feel that's the universe working in your favor man uh, obviously you're not doing it from an emotional place you're doing it from a trained and logical one so uh, hey, I'll put it out there. I think the I think the vet should definitely be helping out if there's a, a need over there, man. He's they're not gonna get any more anyone more up on the product week to week than uh, vet and Brandon here at HMG well, Channel Attitude.com.
0: I'll, I'll tell you this right now: anything that has to do with me and and involving that kind of stuff, you're you're gonna it really is gonna turn into the moose moose over there. <laughs> um, it's, it's it's gonna be all moose all the time. It's, it's gonna uh, be. I'm, moose on commentary moose doing backstage interviews moose having a main event match uh moose doing the uh he he can interview himself like uh like mick Uh, did yeah
1: dude we could definitely just just do it from two sides yeah i think it's good mm -hmm. he's moose's money there's no doubt about it and uh i still owe him for spearing the shit out of me so uh but uh y'all it's two rip rogers guys here today If you guys want to learn a little something about wrestling, go to Amazon.com right now. The book on professional wrestling hustler Rip Rogers, lessons from uh, the master himself that's out there. And a big show over there with this week with them, really with all HMG uh, affiliates and trainers with Ryback. uh, Ryback
0: popping in, making the rounds.
1: Yeah, yeah. and uh, now that he's won, and he was also on Stevie Ray TV TV after the Heat. With Booker T, Stevie Ray, beholden, uh, you know, no company and a man of, uh, you know, true words and thoughts. So really uh, great to have those big uh, views on there and give Ryback a platform to help make the rounds here. Who knows? I haven't reached out to him because I've been so busy. But maybe we'll have him on a locker room here soon uh, and, yeah. uh, and catch He'll up do with them as well. Yeah. He'll
0: do it. I yeah. I guarantee you, based on what I've seen, because I, I literally have – the uh the episode with stevie ray up on my other monitor right now because i was watching that uh waiting for the show to start and uh you know if you guys haven't checked it out yet it's on youtube there's nothing stopping you um so when you're done with us here go go over to uh, stevie ray tv and check that out and you may uh you may be surprised to see a run in from a certain uh bro uh that may (laughs) that that awesome. may or may not be responsible for uh channel attitude.com <laughs> nice. um so check that out awesome man yeah i'm
1: sure we could probably do some stuff with russo brand too man and i actually was watching kevin nash and sean oliver and i guess there's going to be a sit down with russo i i can't wait to see mm-hmm. that as well man so just they've awesome stayed friends synergy. over the years yeah i'm gonna and i'm gonna be doing uh renee dupree's there's not gonna be smackdown live self-help group uh sorry guys fucking group 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 because i'll be over there on our cafe day renee patreon uh, renee dupree invited me over there to watch smackdown with them so uh, nice. i want to keep that energy going forward and uh, i like all that shit man so it's not for me to pick and choose it was great having kenny Bowen, the star maker on uh, last friday on uh, the friday locker room as well so i feel like this is kind of a really good model and i want to keep that energy going forward you know what i mean so uh, apologies Friday night. You guys are gonna have to drink and smoke or join uh Renee Dupree's uh Patreon and hang. Uh, that's always up. Uh, that's always up.
0: For sure, it. it's worth it.
1: You know, yeah. come on, guys. Um, what yeah, you absolutely, dude. Uh, yeah, they're doing great stuff. Everybody really is. I think uh, everyone's up in each other's game, uh, in, the, in this podcast uh, environment and making great shows. And the, the shout out to all the producers who. Maybe doing work that, uh, you know, they're not on camera. We got a lot of them, and they, they bust their ass to get this content out there, chopped up and, and out for you guys. So, please not only like it, but share that shit. If you're in wrestling forums or wherever, I mean, participate in the Humming Media Discussion Group or Brand Fan Group. Jesus, that was a doubler. Group. Group. Uh, you know, uh, or on Renee's Facebook page and all that shit, man, or Stevie Ray TV. Please, uh keep, uh, you know, letting those nukes off and and spreading our stuff out there because that synergy is everything to get the the snowball rolling down the hill to create an avalanche, you know. Uh, But Jimmy Jacobs has got a job. Good for him. (laughs) Oh, let's see. Was there anything else? Um, Oh, yeah, this has kind of gone viral. A couple things here. uh, that you know, AEW botch is going to pick up on everything. But during the big run-in last night where Eddie Kingston is supposed to be cleaning house Mm -hmm. uh, and it's Moxley down on the floor, like he rolls over and is like talking to Matt Jackson right in his ear. And like, they're just catching on camera when they're supposed to be out there fighting, they're calling spots on hard cam. They're both sitting on hard cam side and you can just see him over the apron doing it. Have you seen this footage yet, Matt?
0: Mm, I may have missed it when I was watching it. So Oh uh, yeah, I missed
1: it too when I was watching it. Uh one second. Let me And if that.
0: you and I miss it, then the vast majority of people would never have seen it if it weren't for you know, these yeah, like uh, these accounts that look for this.
1: There they are in the back talking right there. We just oh. missed it.
0: They get yeah, caught yeah.
1: pretty blatantly, like calling whatever spots next instead of you know kick me, I'm down, and you know the not even been, need to
0: call at that point. <laughs> yeah, well
1: Moxley's been you know guilty of this how many times of getting caught gigging on Cameron. Is it really his fault? It's it, it, this seems to be production not. No one but these guys are on hard cam and they're getting the beating, so it's not really production's fault. They're just not down and out or they're not on the cell how they should be fully, you know, and you got team these effort. troll accounts that that's what they're looking for. They're looking for any yeah. little thing, man.
0: You can find it everywhere. You know, you, you can find it and you can find all the same stuff in the WWE. They just don't do as many blatantly, you know, out of control things as a rule. They try sure. to keep things a little bit tighter there, but Production truck misses shots all the time. They catch people doing things all the time. Sometimes I wonder, you know, because they run such a tight ship over there, if a lot of times that's not on purpose, you know, like if they want to make somebody look bad, um, yeah. those kind of things. So, oh,
1: I agree. Uh, they're they're asking for last night. We did uh, some hip hop watch along with donut porn from Dipping Donuts. I mean, cool. look at those triple chocolates right there. Don't get look that, that out of my face, <laughs> you son of a bitch. Look at, how about these, vet fucking uh blueberry, blueberry uh, double glazed uh, sour cream donuts, bro. Come on, Man, come on, son. I, 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 oh, Jesus Christ, why are we doing this show? Um, yeah, so it was a good time last night, watching AEW hanging with uh HMG Faithful. Uh, but let's get to break it down because it, there was a good show, there's always just some of this. PWG bullshit in, in these segments. You know what I mean? Yeah. That makes it like, eh. yeah. Um, and uh, an interesting choice because the main event, main evented, like it was a big, wow, wow, wow of appearances. Right. So mm-hmm. I, I liked how it picked up momentum at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think we could even gone off the air and even more. Um monday night raw attitude era way where the whole locker room's fighting all over girls everybody you know and go Mm -hmm. off that way with we gotta go fans (laughs) uh it's pandemonium Mm -hmm. they kind of did it but um what we really opened with was the main event a pay-per-view main event Mm -hmm. and before we even actually i don't want to back up here and get to the show i think this is an interesting choice in how they put this show together, because vet, what we need right now, the other biggest criticism of the week is hype for these ticket sales in Canada, because mm-hmm. these houses are absolutely brutal for pre-sale, 883 sure. to 1700, you mm-hmm. know, Um, coming off the Chicago show, going to Canada. I mean, does this help at all? Uh, we need to have our Canadian heroes kind of up there promoting this week to even to save face, I think, to get them there, uh, Jericho, Omega, uh, Ethan Page, uh, Dark Order guys, whoever it is, right, to to be out there fanning the flames. Uh, and and I, I proposed a, a free Fozzie concert, maybe switch the venue and have it as a rock and wrestling type show and say, fuck the gate, let's just make it look cool you know like mm. what's 883 like fuck it man like even if they give their money back or a vip experience for that can we get four thousand people in a town square at a festival and make it look like how bischoff would with a show at the mall or at uh sturgis something yeah. along those lines you know yeah because we think- got to do something
0: yeah i i well you know this is a um this is a product of oversaturation you know you had booked all these towns for dynamite and then you decide you want to unveil a new show and then you book all these towns for the new show that you just booked right you know so it's like y- you already you already bought tickets. you're in hamilton you already bought tickets for a dynamite now you want to come back and watch another and and yeah. you know it's already a, look forget Forget everything. How good would that be? Like
1: by Niagara falls on the Canada side, there's these big plazas, dude. Spears is there. You know what I mean? You got Niagara falls in the background. Could you like,
0: I can't believe WWE hat kind of hasn't done it. I, I, I'm here. uh, I hear you. I just, uh, you know, but this is a bigger problem. It's more than just this one little leg of a tour that they're doing with this new show, it's, it's more so the fact that, um, you know, like I'm sure that I speak for a lot of people. Um, when I say that I'm old and tired and even things that I want to do, I don't want to do them. I don't want to go drive to a venue, sit at the venue Have my ass hurt in these uncomfortable seats, even if I'm seeing things that I would normally like, or that if I was in the comfort of my own home to see, I still am like put off by the experience. I'm surrounded by these other people that I don't necessarily want to get along with the belt fans, the, you know, the neck beers, whatever everybody calls these fans or whatever. Um, and then you, and then there's the, there's all the costs, you know, your parking, if you want to get concessions or something, a $12 popcorn ball, just whatever these things are that make this not to mention, you know, the, the pricing that is pricing people out of buying these tickets. Like what am I really paying for when again, I could sit on my couch and pause it. If I want, like, if I'm watching the show live, I can pause. And the thing will pause it for me and I can resume it. I may be a little behind what, what's happening in real life, but it's the same to me. The convenience of that, like there's got to be so many people that just, these things just stack up and they just say, you know what, pass. I like AEW, but pass. I'm not going to spend 200 bucks for a, you know, lower bowl seat or whatever, just because it's it's that and it's because there's so many shows that you have to choose from, including in these, like I said, in these same towns for dynamite, what's the difference, what you call it. You're still going to see AEW. You're seeing the same, a lot of the same wrestlers. You're, you don't have anything announced when you go to these things, every Monday night raw that shows up in my town. I don't know who's going to be on it, you know? So it's like, you're, 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 it's just very tiring. I think for a lot of people, I agree.
1: Big surge says the seats are too damn small. He prefers to watch it. Oh, well that's cause you're as big as a goddamn Sherman tank. You big son of a bitch. That's
0: true, but I'm not. <laughs> and the seats are still too small. I just, it's I that, that's just one that, but that's just one aspect of many. And you know, you take that into account and then we can start talking about everything else. Like we, when we went, uh, you know, Dave hooked us up with uh, comps,
1: rochester albany and buffalo uh we would just go hard camps i guess we don't give a shit about being on camera in fact don't want to be right mm-hmm. and so we're and then those top rows of that 100 section those seats were plush bro lean back like reclined and i was like this is one of the best thing me and Cyburns just hung out there the whole night man it was that was a nice night at uh, at the office for sure um, but we kick it off with what should be a pay per view main event for the world mm-hmm. title, uh MJF versus Adam Cole, Bay Bay, and uh, dude, I liked a lot of the first half of this match before they start getting into a lot of overbooked stuff. Mm-hmm. Very uh simple psychologies and and quality back and forth wrestling. Um, you know, the face off taking their time, um. Then we get into crazy super kicks in uh, Panama sunrise. Well, sure. what do we have on the apron? Some fucking
0: uh, tombstone-ed tombstone tombstone
1: tombstone them. But that was at least the double down. We went to commercial on Nobody long double to, down. Yeah, long, long. So, yeah, it was stupid. But at the same time, they sold it the right way. So I didn't I didn't mind it. But then we're coming back to trade chops and shit like that
0: after Tombstone on the fucking. Yeah, you know what? I'm just going to say I'll take it. At this point, we're talking about AEW Dynamite. Now, yeah. you have watched damn near every fucking episode of this show. So you know that if you're calling this overbooked, this is severely underbooked for an AEW match. Right. You know, right. we've seen we've seen just random, as you would call them, shitty sixes uh, that do way, 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 way too much for their spot on the card. This, like you said, is a free pay-per-view main event, and they worked it like one. I'm not going to nitpick it this was by far the best match I have ever seen Adam Cole in. And that's, you know, I know that might surprise a lot of people because he's held in some high regard as, you know, an independent worker, WWE, NXT, that kind of stuff. But a lot of the stuff that he does, I just don't like his matches. I never have liked Adam Cole's matches because he does too much. And he does things that he refuses to work his size in the matches. Now he's got a guy who's actually similar to his size. And he's still, you know, MJF was still having himself for like 80% of this match, mm-hmm. which is how it should be. If you're going to put him in a babyface role, you don't need to be hitting a bunch of stuff. So the little bit of stuff that he did hit, I'll look at that as they built to it. It made sense to a degree i wouldn't have done the trading you know like if if you guys are hot at each other i'm not going to have cole throw a limp forearm and i'm not going to have max throw a chop you know i'm going to have them throw right. a punch each but so many things in this match were so good when was the last time you saw somebody sell their knees on a tombstone yeah um that was good the fact of how they milked it and didn't <laughs> it was probably a shoot that's why it didn't happen yeah to but <laughs> yeah but but still like you still don't see it even if your knees do hurt you're not gonna sell it yeah the mm-hmm. the they do they do things that are like spectacular like when he does the elbow drop through the table mm-hmm. but they worked a 10 count for that yeah, when's the no. last time you even see a guy work a 10 count and the way you know how i know you're tired of this like when a guy gets like a like a, a 2.9 or something and they do the whole you know, like the the Undertaker streak, broken guy pose, you know, and they do that. Well, MJF did it when he broke the 10 count and that's when you should do it because that you can't believe. And that would be the proper reaction. So I don't know. I can't put MJF over enough when people just don't realize how good this fucking kid is. And he's been this good. I saw this and Serge is in the chat. Serge can tell you, I saw this motherfucker do one vignette in MLW, and I sent that that, that vignette to Serge and said, watch this kid. I didn't even see him step foot in the ring yet. I just saw one vignette of him at a mansion by a pool or something. I was like, watch this kid. He gets it. He's still not 30 yet, and he's better than almost everybody else out there, dude. And he got a good matchup of Adam Cole that I'm saying is the best match that I've seen Adam Cole have. Wow, when I that's... look back at the history of of aew matches that i've seen and i think of some of like if i want to say my top five matches in company history he's in almost all of them it can't be a coincidence i'm not that big of a mark i can't be that easily worked the kid is that fucking good and it's
1: veta aew confirmed i mean that's right. We said i'm they skipping straight confused. over impact i'm going with jimmy <laughs> jacobs i like that, that that's where so we've pretty much learned the stooge that that was stooging the Jimmy Jacobs ideas that ended up on impact. Jacobs gets the job, opened the <laughs> forbidden door for Vet, and now Vet's going to be on collision if you really want to know how this all works out. Uh, well, I'm glad we, we saw that, but uh, the one thing that I did not like from this match, Vet, mm-hmm. they do the Guerrero spot, whatever, and mm-hmm. then he goes for the ring, and the, the fucking ref blocks his punch and rips the ring off him. Yeah. I was like, "You gotta be shitting me, right now." This was
0: Remsburg, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, dude, I did not like that at all. The ref blocks the punch of
0: the champ. Come on, man. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. just gonna. No, look, no the, I, I, get what you're saying. I, I I, everything else. You're, you're right, great. though. You're right. But this is like, I, I look, I chalk that up to the like, look, dude. Every one of these refs is just trying to get over.
1: Yeah, like <laughs> they <sounds> were all.
0: <laughs> You know, and we, I know you've talked about Don Stevens, whatever, like uh Rems, to me, I'll take a, I'll take a Don Stevens over even Remsburg because Remsburg well, is you're gonna so take, bad. You're going to take them all, yeah. baby, because no, we've I, got, we've no, got
1: Briscoe family uh, versus no, Jarrett family.
0: I'm excited. I, I love like uh 80% of the people in this match. So I'll take it. Um, but, but yes, like. Uh, that's just a matter of course for, for not only a, I'm not even going to put a W refs on the spot. All, so many refs these days are guys that wanted to be workers and, you know, accepted a position like, you know, like as a, as a consolation. So they've got that, that performer, that worker inside that wants to get out and they want to try to get over. It's just not for me. I don't appreciate it, but. Uh, that is, you know, you're right. Uh, I didn't like that either, but that is one small part of the match. I'll, I'll take it. And I did like the actual spot. If they would have, if he would have, if Resberg would have played it down better, you know, or like just caught, just like caught him without physically restraining him or something yeah. like that. Yeah. You know, yeah. the I, idea I, was sound.
1: You're right. I agree. He should have stepped in and been like, take it off. <laughs> chastise him until he right. makes him take it off. You're not going to hit me.
0: I'm the ref. Yeah, yeah, that. <laughs>
1: yeah, but like, stop. I see what you're fucking doing. Yeah. The yeah, fucking, uh, yeah. give me that. Yeah, I was like, what the yeah. fuck bro?
0: That killed me, bro. That killed me. Well, you gotta, uh, you gotta, you gotta play to those people that are up in those plush seats on the hard cam side kicking I back. Guess. So I guess, but an excellent match and 30
1: minute opener. And here it comes one Two ding 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 uh you know I'm in with the chat and I go this should probably go 30 minutes and then go to a draw and then everyone chants five more minutes.
0: I knew I knew Cole was gonna say five more minutes and I was just like I was just I was watching it going just saying to MJF get the fuck out get the fuck out get the fuck out yeah, or just yeah. you know like like get out of yeah. that ring don't give it to him and he 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 did exactly what he was supposed to do yeah
1: leave with the heat but here's the problem the though the heat is on the super smart neck beer fanboys, because we had plenty of them in 2CW. And if it went th- to the time limit, they knew, conditioned as real former ECW fans, that five more minutes, mm-hmm. five more, they would have started. Right. Nobody in the ring would have had to have gone, Give me five more minutes. So they all sit there waiting. Mm-hmm. As soon as that would have happened, two C Dub fans would have been on that shit, bro. So they're they're nowhere near as diehard or part of the show or supportive or knowing when it's their cue. They had to be led, you know. Yeah, let's all chant it together now. Uh, and and that popped me, dude. And then he leaves. So they maybe they maybe had everyone their in the
0: crowd was stunned because they had just seen a pro wrestling match. <laughs>
1: that could be that could be it. A- Yeah, it could be it, but uh, I agree with your summation. Pay-per-view quality, phenomenal performance by both guys, possibly their best ever, and really one that shows the indie guys that are on the fucking roster there that overbook everything, that less is more, and you can do big high spots, but you got to sell them for a reason, whether it's a 10 count or through a tables, and that that falsies there, and you just keep pushing that story not that 50 things and you kick out mean something it's when you
0: kick out yeah. and why yeah max is um he's educating people he's educating other wrestlers or he's trying to i don't know if they're all getting the message i don't know if the fans are getting the message but you and i can see what he's doing is he's he's putting those lessons in the ring he's letting you know that when you turn on those podcasts and you hear mm. those cornets or you hear those you know, Nash's or, or anybody that's like a, a, a vocal, you know, critic or whatever, like he's, he's doing the things that they're saying to let people know that you got to learn. Is um,
1: that, let's,
0: let's, let me ask
1: you this. Is that Pat Buck, Brian Myers, Zach Ryder, Kevin Matthews, and, nope. and, and coming through Rip Rogers to, through those conduits? No,
0: no because those guys don't do it (laughs) they never have no no offense to them he's somehow it's it's guys that take what they've learned from those master teachers like the rip rogers and whatever and they go above and beyond and they try to apply that and then think of new things or new old things you know not only not only the you know you always say uh good artists create and great artists steal and make it their own But I say that truly great artists also create. So, Vince Russo, you're
1: uh, you're on air uh, on Light the Fuse, pal, uh, just to let you know. What's going on, Ben Hockney? (laughs) Y'all, I'm on with the vet right now. We're talking about last night's uh, AEW show. We're trying to figure out if Tony is an AI or if he's going to actually buy Turner Broadcasting System at the end. Very, very, very interesting. Very, very interesting. Uh, is there anything you need me kayfabe-wise? Yeah, there is, but I'm live, bro, so I'm going to show everybody my stupidity. Remember when I when I had that problem with Twitter and I got logged out of everything? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know how to log back into my fantasy baseball page as the – uh Uh, you know, as the, uh, Uh, yeah, I should have that. I'll just have to go back through my emails. So after I'm done with this, I'll take a look at that. All right, I'd appreciate it, man. Not a problem, but I I definitely want two picks for today uh, so you can text those to me so I can – Oh, yeah, I will. I'll text them to you right now. What was I last time? Four for four, bro. Uh, You were four for four. And if you guys haven't signed up for Vince Russo's Fantasy Baseball, I mean, this season's closed, but he does give away picks weekly. So if you're into the FanDuel and DraftKings, definitely a great uh, sign-up if you're doing a little gambling on the side. But please gamble responsibly. Thank you, my friend. So you'll let me know, Ben. Yeah, absolutely, Vince. I'll check it out. All right. Thanks, bro. You're welcome, buddy. Talk to you soon. There you go. Uh, Channel He's IC. running in everywhere. Yeah, man. All kinds of run-ins, high-level run-ins. So, uh, yeah, I got to think about where that is now and get back on track. But it's uh, a phenomenal opener that should have been a main event, but you put it in the opening spot and do the time limit draw, leave with your heat drop them of five minutes uh, i thought a, a plus segment all around well a minus i gotta a- take minus. it off for that fucking sure. rough spot that that hurt me bro and
0: we and we've seen this before you know where they they want to start strong and then have the real main event up top you know yeah. especially you're going to do stuff like they did the hour draw you know with danielson and hangman before and they want to start off with that Um, so it's, it's almost like saying, yeah, we don't count on everyone sticking around by the end, but at the same time, um, it is good to just, you know, well, light the fuse and kick it (laughs) off with a bang. Yeah, Yeah, for
1: sure. Especially when you need hype for Canada, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, and a bold choice. Uh, and that, that stood out Mm Renee Picat interviews, Sammy Guevara, who actually comes out with a shirt on and not a jacket with no shirt. Because he's uh, getting ready to live that dad life. Don't you know uh, the announcement of a uh, baby girl on the way? Mad bills to pay. That's why you drink Tanqueray. Uh So, it, but uh, before that, uh, CM Punk video package is returned where he is. Uh, what, would, what would the stop be there in Wicker Park? God damn it. I can't think of what the, what, it, what it would be. Uh, the the brown line is right there. Uh, brown line, red line train, Wicker Park and Damon, I believe. Um, and he has uh, got something to say. He's got something to get off his chest. But until he gets in the ring and has that mic in his hand, he's not going to know exactly what that is. Is he going to bury Cole Cabana's mom? Is he going to you know put over his his favorite pita? Eat a pita shop over on uh, on Lincoln? You know uh, who knows until he's got that mic in his hand
0: yeah well that's why you want to tune in right you just (laughs) never know uh but yeah it's kind of like you you can even see how this is going right you can see because you've already announced the main event so what are we gonna, you know, uh, what are we gonna start off the show with? You know, we probably would have wanted to keep it a complete surprise up until now, but those damn ticket sales. So let's announce it, and then, uh, and then he he's gonna come out and he's gonna start to say some things. But before he gets in anything too juicy, then we're gonna have the Bullet Club Gold come out and all this stuff, and we're gonna set up the main event that we've already announced, probably. So uh, that's what I see happening, but they could prove me wrong. Damon Brownline. Doors open on the right
1: at Damon. <laughs> uh, that's a fun little neighborhood, though, man. A lot of good restaurants right down in there. Absolutely. In Wicker Park area of Chicago. Uh, Renee Paquette is then shown uh, in the ring as she brings out Sammy Guevara. He's had the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. But uh, while he admits he's suffering short of winning the world AEW title, he's going to have his goals to have a baby in one arm and the title in the other. Uh, before this happens, he needs to make some changes in AEW. Darby Allen comes out and drops in on him. And Darby just does this weird pandering of, like, I heard they almost like you. And, like, it was Jericho Appreciation Society holding you down. Out comes Jericho, gets in Sammy's face about the sex gods. And uh, then it stings. Stinger comes out uh, and puts a bat in Jericho's face, and Jericho's... Uh, people got bats and they're knocking bats out of people's hands. And it's very uh, phallic and homoerotic all in one with painted face guys and rock mm-hmm. stars and sex gods and new dads to be. So, um, yeah, there was another weird thing that where somebody asked, would Jericho have a match with Sting? And Sting and uh, Jericho was like, absolutely not. I never would, which now looks to me like he's just working the internet in order to sure. get his shit going forward here. So good job using smart little things along those lines where somebody probably got leaked that the program was Sting and Jericho coming up. And then they asked him about it and he's like, no, I never would. So he gets, looks like he gets goaded into yeah. a match. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, but sting fucking kicks the shit out of everybody. Sting actually goes to take a buckle or is this in the six man later? Yeah, yeah, um, that's, that's later. Yeah. Um, because we we kind of sting backs everybody out of the ring, and then we cut to somebody that I'm sure you're going to know more about than I do, Sonata, in a pre tape interview saying he'll be there <laughs> for the open IWGP championship at the Forbidden Door, and he's waiting a reply for anybody in the roster. So. You know, I'm not sure who, who is, they're going to choose, but there's a wide variety
0: of people that face Sonata. Well, we found out later on this show, but um, yeah, the Sonata's uh, interesting because he's kind of like, they made him the guy. He was always almost the guy. And then they made him the guy very recently. Um, and so that's kind of interesting, but it seems like as as the 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 guy he's in a lower profile spot on the card, especially when we see who answers the challenge. It's like, uh, this is the champion. So, so, um, but Sonata's gimmick has always been kind of similar. It's it's similar in a way to orange Cassidy in that, uh, he seems to be like bored, you know, like, um, without a personality to the point of lethargy (laughs) Mm. is kind of the way he does it now. He's more of like a finesse wrestler. He does a lot of technical stuff and a little light high flying, but, um, he's always had that sort of like disinterested, you know, type of, uh, character it's worked for him. But now that he's the guy, he's kind of changed it. It's, 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 he's, he's a unique individual. He's going to be very hard for like, people that haven't seen him before to read or get a get a handle on i feel gotcha
1: maybe if he's uh you know you, abbott needs costello right yeah i think we uh, just need somebody the, or chris farley david spade i mean spade's funny but you know what fun, i mean you well fun a, hey, fun, you fun straight man you need somebody big and over the top right he yeah he's
0: definitely like a deadpan like his humor his sense That's of true. humor is is a deadpan thing and, uh, funny enough, a little f- fun thing to bring it all full circle since we had the, the run in from Vinny Rue, but, um, he's in, he's the group he's in, in, in new Japan is called just five guys. And one of those five guys is Taka Mishinoku, still going oh, really?
1: strong. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Mm-hmm. One of my favorites for sure. Uh, mogul embassy, uh, versus sting Darby, Allen, Keith Lee, and orange Cassidy. So we get uh, an Elite 8 here and very strange out of nowhere, you know. Can
0: I, can I say one uh, thing, though, I did like? Because you yeah. know when you know when they do this thing, which it's the spot I call Hit Everybody's Music, where they all come out? It's what we just saw with Sammy and the Jericho and all these guys, right? What I did like, though, is it they did that, but a lot of the guys coming out were about to be in this match. So at yeah. least they're going from something that it's looked like we're no. – look we're breaking right. in for our schedule and they almost never do that it's usually on AEW. it's we're all going to come out we're going to hit everybody's music we're all going to get in each other's face then we're going to go to break and everybody's just going to disperse and then it's going to mm-hmm. be something completely different when we come back so this way i like this the even though it's still stupid it's better to transition into guys that are like hey That's- we have a reason to be out here actually no you're you're absolutely right
1: that here's the thing friend. <laughs> and doesn't matter because he's three time Booker of the Year, so he's already mm-hmm. at the top of his game. But uh, these things that I'm seeing like that, and that you're seeing the way these uh, Sonata promos were put in that transition and from scene to that—that's growing up. Now you're starting to learn, or somebody around you is telling you, and you're listening, and you're or you're mm-hmm. allowing them to write that transition and be like, "We'll move from here to here, and it will go." That now we're, we've moved from kindergarten to second grade. Maybe. You know what I mean? Yeah. There, you know and Tony so.
0: seems like the kind of guy that knows exactly what he wants, but he doesn't seem like he would be adverse to switching around the order if someone says this would make more sense like this. And uh, it just he's still the getting the thing he flow. wants.
1: Yeah, yeah. The last night's show, even though you open with a half hour and it was a killer, it flowed the whole show flowed through as opposed to like mm-hmm. start stop, start stop that makes some of these just like absolutely fucking brutal to sit through whether it's raw or or dynamite or whatever. So there, there was some, some little tricks and punch-ups like there, like you said, that carried from one into the next, where we got a little bit of verbiage, but it's going to end in violence. I liked uh, Brian cage as the road warrior look last night. Um, Still not kind of working his size on some stuff. I wish he would work fucking just like a hawk or animal, you know. Never going to happen. Yeah, I know. But um uh, big code reds, all kinds of power bombs, big shotguns, uh, you know, fucking Keith Lee, Bearcats up, comes out looking like Dumbledore. Uh, he's fucking smashing people. It, it was it was high action, you know, and uh, he almost
0: landed on that monkey flip. You know, when yeah, Brian Cage dude, gave him the monkey, flip, know. he <laughs> almost landed it. But God. that's
1: where I was like, why, man? Why are we doing fucking monkey flips with these two fucking behemoths, bro? That that that's fucking King Kong and Godzilla flipping them. Godzilla lands on his feet and does a double fucking slam on Mothra and whoever the fuck else. Right. Yeah. Give me another. That's what we all want villain. to see. Yeah, no. Well,
0: maybe maybe during some of those ones in the 70s they were doing that. But, you know, yeah, not not classic Godzilla.
1: Yeah, but but no, that these guys should never be doing that spot. But then towards the end with the ROH or the, the embassy guys, fucking they go to shoot Sting in. Like there was a shoot reverse Sting wanted to put the boot up, and then they switch out. Sting misses the turnbuckle by like four feet almost and then gets in a position, come in and move on one something was just weird and out of place there man and i was like holy shit, that's the last thing you want to do unless i guess you're seth rollins is hurt stinger you're like i get to be in there with sting and then you're like did i just hurt sting oh god oh god i hurt sting (laughs) yeah
0: there was there was a couple of things there was a couple of things like that there was another the the spot where uh, where Darby was coming in with the flying body attack and then sting would follow up with the stinger splash. Well, they end up doing it yeah. three times because they didn't grab sting on the second one. So he had to do it again. Right. Like, but I can tell there was just a little bit of timing on some of that stuff that, you know, it, you know, Ben, it's hard to control a, a hateful eight or an elite. eight. Oh or whatever yeah. Hateful eight it. is,
1: it's devastating, bro. It's, it, it, I mean, shitty six is bad enough. You know, here's what you're trying to do. Stay alive until the shotgun finish and not fuck up the flow.
0: <laughs> pretty much <laughs> that's yeah. what it is
1: tag in tag out hit somebody with something double team boom we'll do a crotch split on you i'll hold you here tag get the fuck out or somebody's gonna line me over we'll fall on the outside rumble and you guys got the spotlight we'll stay small like that's that's the whole fucking match until feed in for fucking keith lee to pounce your ass oh, okay <laughs> like I'm not,
0: I'm not trying to extend the length of the show, but remind me sometime in the future to tell, to, to tell everybody about the time when I had to agent an eight man where uh, judge reason was the brains of the operation. And then, (laughs) and then they sent, then they sent Joey Mercury to help
1: me help you you out for sure. Uh, That might, that might be actually on my YouTube channel, buried deep someplace. Who knows? Uh, inside the ring, Cage has Sting up and ready to win for Orange Cats. You hit the orange punch, uh, which turns into a scorpion death drop, and Stinger pulls out the W mm-hmm. for the team. I, this is just a good moment for the guys in the ring. I don't give a fuck. Uh, you've been in this business 20 years, you ain't been in it 40. <laughs> you yeah. look across the ring, and Stinger's in your match. I've had this feeling many times. I've been very fortunate to work with a lot of legends because my gimmick, and right. you know, <laughs> allows me to and it don't matter man all those guys in the ring were wrestling fans and are at one time even no matter how much they've been abused by the system and to have stinger in your match is something you can go home at night and be like that was fucking cool man i i appreciate yeah, they're life.
0: probably they're probably arguing in the back over who gets to take a scorpion so, <laughs> yeah you you know? Know, like, and 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 you know like um there was a lot of rottenness in this match, but you know what, damn it. Like the people were with it. And that's what I was feeling. I was feeling this match more than I was really seeing it. I, I just like, I'm seeing the stuff that goes on. You know, I'm fans of quite a few of the guys in this, And even though all the stuff was happening, I was just like, yeah, but you know, the people are with it. So this is, even though I'm not a fan of eight mans and, and I don't, you know, I don't want to see some of these people in these situations where they could all be doing something more interesting, but just for this and the spot, I thought it was pretty good.
1: Yeah, I did too. Here's what I want, why I hate the monkey flip shit, where he almost landed on Mm -hmm. his feet to do a double line, get your shit in bullshit. Let's just go into, all right, we need a Keith Lee and a fucking... Uh, Brian Cage big man spot. Keith Lee scoops up Brian Cage, but Brian Cage wiggles out the back. He's more athletic, but it shows Keith Lee's got power enough to do it. Boom, turn. Then Brian Cage scoops big man up. Like, gets mm-hmm. him up and slams him right there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Goes to do off the rope big splash or whatever, fucking high in the air. Then one, two, kick out right back up. And then catch him again, and then big man kills Brian Brian Cage after that. So at least shine him, show him that he's there, and kick out that he's too strong. And then when you come back for the second thing, you catch him, and then you're fucked. Boom! And and, and do the Mark Henry forward power slam or whatever it is right there, right? Like, that's way better than... Hey, big man! You're 370. I'm gonna monkey flip you. You fucking land on your feet. Double line the fucking guys. Come on, man. The other yeah. one's way simpler and gets both of your size over way more. Yeah,
0: I understand they're thinking of it. They probably just wanted to, to send everybody home with the thought in their mind that they saw a 370 pound man flip and land on his feet, and that's, that's what not his job. the other thing. Well, it is, but it is because he he you know up and you know a younger Keith Lee. It's because he can. That's why guys like Cage and that's why guys like Keith Lee would do that stuff because they can. But here's the thing, Ben. You know I'm with you on that. Like on the what, old, what the is old totally school and the life, power. Sorry, wait, 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 wait. You're
1: supposed to do? What are you supposed but, to do? I know, but I know, but the elephants just did your fucking job.
0: I I know, but we. I, this is this is my thing. I want the guys, the power guys, to have the power match. I want those guys to flex on guys like kalisto and all those those other guys win as time and then if you build up to a match where you have a brian cage that's been killing people with clotheslines and slams and keith lee that's been killing people with shoulder tackles and press slams and whatever and then now all of a sudden the unstoppable force meets the immovable object and they try each other's power shit on it and then it's like, now we have to go to that next level and now we have to break out that stuff if we could ever get to that. But these guys always give it away in any opportunity they have. It would be so awesome to see Keith Lee break that stuff out when he's like, the normal shit ain't working. So, that's when it comes into play. But these guys do it every time out. Brian Cage has GMSI on his tights, for God's sake. Like He, he does not care about psychology or, or any of that stuff so there's just no talking to some people but there is a time and place for it unfortunately we've never actually gotten to it and built to it correctly
1: i i definitely hear what you're saying can appreciate that in the way to build to it but in my book they shouldn't even be doing it because it's not their fruit to pick off the tree because as soon as you see a guy that size be able to do it you just took all the magic away even if he's not in your segment from what, not all the magic, because they can still do a ton of shit. But mm-hmm. Pentagon and Phoenix, now when they do that, it don't mean fuck all because you already seen Keith Lee do it, and it, they right. they shouldn't even be touching that move, bro. Right. So. Yeah. Uh, I get I get your psychology and the build to it, but I don't even want that because because of what it does. This all this overall. all
0: goes to like building cards. You know the psychology of shows and cards and 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 long term and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know it's it's mm-hmm. way too big um, for just this one eight man. So yeah, I agree um but how are you gonna follow
1: that opener by getting your shit in i guess the guns yeah. are backstage and they show uh they call out the Hardys for next week to come check out their sexy beards i guess so yeah cool uh then Wardlovers jake hager i was pumped about this one you and i both come up with hager and uh respect his amateur background and the fact that he doesn't take shit too seriously we're like yeah you guys will get your shit in. i'll get a purple hat over sure uh, you know, or what he did with We the People. And, you know, that's always up and down from where that could have gone. And they never wanted to press the terrorist button with that, how they fucking absolutely should have and could have really taken it to the next level or done anything with Latinos, how they should have uh, to that level. Um, But Hager jumps Wardlow and gets the upper hand. And they're, this, is a, this is a good slobber knocker, as JR would say. Two big fucking bull moose smashing the shit out of each other. Um but uh, in the end, he sets in the ankle up and, uh, and gets kicked away. Borg gets hit with a spine buster, and then 2.0 make their way to ringside to distract Wardlow. Brock and Arn Anderson fight them to the back. Uh, with nobody at Wardlow's side, Hager takes advantage, slams him before attempting a splash, which countered by a kick in the face. Looked really good, actually, by the way, the, the way Hager took that kick. Uh, Wardlow then clotheslines him over the top, launches over the top, down onto Hager below again. Shouldn't be doing the fucking big fucking blimp coming down on him. Like, why are we doing topes when we're power wrestlers? Uh, he follows with a senton inside the ring and a power. We got to
0: show up, Keith Lee, and uh... yeah, like, <laughs> like, that's Cage. the thing. Like, that's them. the
1: thing, bro. Why are we <laughs> doing the fucking Hindenburg dive, man? You don't need to. You like as soon as you come to the fucking ring, people got their money's worth. You're jacked up. You're everything they couldn't be. And we don't need to do fuck all. We can lock up and throw each other off and go, oh, brother, if we want to for five minutes. We don't need to dive. That takes away everything from our luchas. What the fuck? Uh, but he won. He's still your TNT champion. It's Wardlow, baby.
0: Didn't these guys have an MMA fight on this show a few years ago? <laughs> they want Points. us to forget that? Points. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, then we get a botch of the night. Uh, Christian Cage and Luchasaurus are shown on the screen, and no one can hear what the fuck they're saying uh, in the uh, crowd and or on TV. So about halfway through the promo, we get uh, – is this the one that we couldn't hear? Yeah, but then Arn Anderson is on the uh, stairs bloody and beaten up, and that draws Wardlow running to the back.
0: Mm, yeah. So Another so. one of these things with an Anderson and some – Stuff on his head. Yeah. Uh and, and at some point during the uh the other match, didn't him and the kid come out and start um fighting with somebody? Uh did they, yeah, yeah. That this is before, well, they, yeah, before that was they before they kidnapped and bludgeoned Arn Anderson. Yeah, they were busy. It was a busy night
1: backstage. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Just uh random beatings of senior citizens. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, cough butt. Then we get Hiroshio, Hiroshi Tanahashi. Uh, sounds like, that sounds delicious. I can go for sushi. It is uh, mm-hmm. shown in uh, pre-taped challenging MJF at Forbidden Door. Uh, he then here's the news from Renee Paquette and says he says no as far as Tony Khan booking him. This wouldn't be the first time he no-showed as he tells Tanahashi, no can do, bud, and then tells Renee <laughs> to get the fuck out. Perfect. Uh, I, yeah, Perfect. it was good.
0: It was good. Renee's very busy. Yeah. on this night
1: um I, and, saw uh, out, I saw an outtake with her and rj city where she uh throws a kick at the camera and her titty pops out and she's like oh you almost got a titty there and rj's like oh
0: <laughs> yeah dude rj City's so funny they, they need to have him on this show more but uh um what was i gonna say yeah so hiroshi tanahashi obviously a legend john cena of japan basically like they kind of were doing the same thing at the same time where the company was in a weird place and they relied on those guys to sort of like carry them through it. So the WWE had seen it to kind of carry them through that weird time that we, that's coincidentally the time that we were getting involved in. And then, um, at the same time over in Japan, the the houses were the shits, everything was fucked up. And, uh, Tana, they put it on Tanahashi's back and he carried them up out of it. So, um, RJ titty. Uh, so This is the perfect person for uh, MJF because Tanahashi is a classic pro wrestler. He doesn't do anything stupid. He totally gets this business and everything that's great about it. And that's exactly the kind of person I could see MJF saying, I want to work with Tanahashi. You know, obviously he's never going to say that in public, but I'm sure that, you know, that's how his mind would think. This was supposed to be Punk's match last year uh, before Punk was hurt or whatever happened Mm. there. Um, and, and Tanahashi ended up facing Moxley instead. Um, and that wasn't so great, but we know whose fault that was. And, uh, so this, this will be good because, you know, MJF knows what to do and Tanahashi knows what to do. This should be a very low key, um, but anticipated match on the card.
1: And yeah, it'll be good to see how he goats him into it. So the the turn down, and you know, MGF knows where he's. They got to take him
0: right. And, and um, Tanahashi's he's, he's he's you know now he's on the downswing because his knees are so shot and he just can't do what he used to do anymore. But the psychology's oh, still there. Yeah, exactly. That's why I say this is the perfect person mm-hmm. for uh, for yeah. this guy.
1: Uh we then get Tony Storm, the champ, is gonna take on Sky Blue in a women's championship match. Must be Sky Blue's hometown her mom's at ringside. Uh and Tony Storm with the uh Rough and Tough with her Afro Puffs. Uh, you know, hey, with your bad and self. And thank you, pal. Uh Shotzi, or not Shotzi, uh fucking uh <laughs> The other, the, the other yeah, shot. Ruby, so, Ruby Soho's with her with a sign for Baby Gal uh, with the, the L up there. So Great. Baby Gal's not in the house. I'm not sure where she is uh, tonight, but uh, wish her well. <laughs> the commentator
0: uh, said that she wouldn't set foot in a town like Washington, D.C. or yeah, whatever yeah. this place is. Well, was. I can't blame her that way. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: She might get fucking kidnapped and sex trafficked out of there through uh, Comet Ping Pong. Uh, but uh, yeah, man. Uh, sky blue looking cute and uh really it's about heat with mom at ringside this whole thing they spray paint mom in the face with fucking the green paint i thought that was a good take um, what a cell by the mom just yeah. sit back down yeah,
0: she yeah. didn't she didn't do the bianca cell <laughs>
1: right. uh, but blue spray storm in the face and it's a code blue but so distracts the official Uh, Sky blue super kicks her off the apron and then the uh, allows the champ to hit the storm zero, but blue kicks out of your finish. Why the fuck not Uh, hometown,
0: that hometown resurgence. Yeah. The
1: Texas cloverleaf gets locked in uh, and storm retains her title. Your winner and still champ, Tony storm uh rock on with your bad self
0: yeah that's yeah i i I like this now sky blue we only we know there's only one well maybe two reasons why she's actually being featured on as much tv as she is and i'm fine with that um and tony's a tony's a this you know this is going to be her best match because she's got tony taking her through it um but uh you know, I would have switched that finish. Instead, I would have said I would have had the drama with the clover leaf, and she gets to the ropes and now she's crippled and just turns around into the Storm Zero. That that's what I would have done. It, it, you look way better getting knocked out than giving up. So let me put this by you.
1: You got super marks everywhere, and you're not playing to the sheets. That's a big problem, especially with the Aubrey stuff. But that's a whole other conversation. Mm-hmm sky blue nobody's thinking about her it's her hometown mom's at ringside we get heat on mom spray her in the face boom fucking she comes to break it up but right before she sprays mom in the face comes to break it up pop sky blue rolls back in spray mom mom does her cell turn back in sky blue as the as tony storm comes back in fireball right in the fucking face pins her because the only thing that anybody was talking about sky blue this week was from a podcast interview where she said they were excommunicated from their church because she lit a little boy on fire oh, or oh, lit yeah. some kid on fire with it. So if that's what people are talking about, I want a heel turn in your hometown. It could even be a baby face. We're like, yeah, fuck it. She in the face of fire after spraying mom, right? Like, but sky blue, even as a baby face, pyromaniac that fucking wins with fire. What do you think about that?
0: Um, well, as the new head of AEW creative, I'm going to veto that. Okay. We don't want to give anybody any ideas. <laughs> uh, nobody reads the dirt sheets, so we're not going to sell for the dirt sheets and <laughs> we're just going to get the right business over. I think fireball the right? Jimmy. Water,
1: yeah. Hey, dude, Fireball the <laughs> Face won this one. I'm just letting you know it works.
0: Well, you don't have an ass like Sky Blue. so yeah, I don't
1: have an ass at all, really, to be honest with you.
0: <laughs> Some people need fireballs.
1: Yeah, I man. Uh,
0: get me fireballs.
1: Get me hotballs. <laughs> yeah. Do we have uh, a pay per view called that? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. After the match, they attacked uh, Blue until Willow Nightingale uh, sprints down looking. Uh, all the thickness. She was looking good. Uh, down in the ring, tell you the even numbers with uh, Soraya. Baby Girl's not here tonight. Uh, mm-hmm. Jungle Hook are then mm-hmm. backstage, and uh, Jungle Boy reveals he feels naked uh, without the title. Uh, so he's accepting Sonata's open challenge. So mm-hmm. we find out already that it's Jungle Boy versus Sonata, two guys with very
0: little charisma are going to fucking pair off,
1: uh, I guess here. So, and
0: Sonata has his charisma is that there's seemingly no charisma. I'm not saying he doesn't have it. I'm saying he's doing it on purpose. Jungle boy really doesn't have any, and it's going to be weird. Uh, it's going to be a weird fucking match.
1: I heard they were actually going to do picture in picture with this match and a wall with paint drying. It'll say wet paint mm. on there and you can watch either one. To see yeah, which one has more could,
0: charisma, it could be.
1: We'll see. As a, <laughs> um, as a head of
0: AW Creative, I approve this. Uh-huh. <laughs>
1: Big shots, my man. Brando's in the house too, man. Hopefully, you're doing well, buddy. Uh, good to see you hanging and banging with the HMGs. Here, uh, live, twitch.tv slash Hamming Media, Ben Hamming, YouTube channel, demonetized, which is why we ask you to subscribe to channelattitude.com for all the great shows. Friday Locker Room is going to be a banger, and I just uploaded all this week's shows, so those will all be coming out here shortly so you can catch up. Uh, He says it would mean the world to him if Hook would be in his corner, and Hook gives him the fucking fist bump, brother. Um, This would have been 10 times better if it was – and we went to Jacksonville and uh we did this as a whole locker scene in a high school where um I'm so tormented bro I feel naked without my title (laughs) and I think I'm gonna accept the open challenge from Sonata but mm, I just need to ask you hook would you be in my corner bro Hmm. <laughs> bro you know I always got your fucking back lay it in bro let's do this Domo Arigato motherfucker and then da-da, da-da. Da-da. Yeah. <laughs> all right well it sounds <laughs> like you're cr- standing there
0: as opposed to standing there with our fucking. we're scared of life I'm going to forward that creative over to uh, NXT where you can hear uh, myself and Big Ray break mm-hmm. it down every Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern live right here yeah. on Homie Media Group. Good. Uh, well, Because that's the uh, kind of stuff they're doing over there, it, except it's not up to 90210 level. It's more like Lizzie McGuire, but, you know, they're, they're I don't know what demo they're targeting over there, but it's, uh, that, that definitely sounds like it's right up their alley. Uh, it's,
1: uh, yeah, I'll stooge it. I don't give a shit because I don't care anymore in this business. If, if I make or whatever, I'm opening <laughs> a weed dispensary, uh, yeah. the, that guy, it's called Jacksonville 32034 and it got sent to con last week and uh, with all the trimmings <laughs> <laughs> nice. with the cameos in the right way. And, uh, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. when I see things like last night of accepting and I just put it through that lens, how how tough would that have been to have a traveling set of lockers make it look like high school up against it and do that exact same thing instead of having it be in there dude we could i gotta produce that in less than five minutes
0: can we possibly use our um our state-of-the-art special effects and get like a like a jedi force ghost of luke perry in the back like like all that shit should be the, dude. Yeah. Yeah.
1: When I put it in there, it's got all the fucking uh, Tiffany, Amber Thiessen, uh, Tori Spelling, and fucking um, Jason Priestley cameos in it. Nice. You know, it's all that. Yeah, you you could definitely do the fucking uh, (laughs) uh, Gone But Not Forgotten on the wall in the back or whatever, right? Uh, Then we get Blackpool Combat Club versus the Young Bucks and Adam Page. Uh, shitty six, uh, all the way around here. Uh, and it just goes hardcore with everybody chucking each other out of the ring and everyone's getting their knee shit in cross bodies, uppercuts, uh, dives upon dives, and super kicks. Uh, but this is a young box match. I've seen young box matches at two CW where I want to shit on a lot of things, but the way they build into these explosive, comebacks there were one thing stacks on another one and everybody feeds it does give you as a viewer a different psychology but makes you feel like oh oh yeah even though they've buried a lot of shit early on mm-hmm. and i don't like the early on burials but they've kind of perfected their style and this really fit into it pretty well um until we get a run-in from Uh, Lois, uh, Eddie Kingston comes running in right. Uh, after the elite go over and I've worked a a good amount of shows in Rochester, uh, with, with Kingston. And, you know, I think the guy's an awesome promo, man. And he had to go out for hernia surgery Mm -hmm. and he's going to come in and clean house looking like that, bro. Like, all you're doing is opening yourself up to AEW botches to rip you apart of not looking the part. And if they really needed somebody, they could have fit almost anybody in here. I know Eddie Kingston's worked his ass off for decades to try and get the shot. And now you got it. And there's no excuse to like, especially when you're on the shelf and you get a chance at a comeback to not go, bro, I just look like shit. I haven't been able to work out. I want to come back soon. I'm going to do P90X. I'm going to lose fucking 40 pounds so no one can say shit. Now, it's the exact opposite of that. It's some dad, God, bod shit. AEW botches is just over there ready to carve everybody up. Mm -hmm. So then they can try and get to him so he can have a bipolar reaction and fuck up his own push. You know, like all the troll shit. Instead of going, ah, you're just not ready, bro, to be on camera and letting them know as a good brother that I need you to lose 40 pounds for your own mental health, for what we pay you for. And that's what needs to be. Instead, it was just like cringy kind of bro. You know what I mean? And then we catch, uh, Moxley and Matt Jackson talking on the outside. Like, uh,
0: it's not a good look, man. You know? Well, in fairness to Eddie, cause I don't know him at all. Um, but, uh, in fairness to Eddie, he always looks like this. So I mean, he—he—it's nothing—it's nothing out of the ordinary for Eddie Kingston fans, I guess. I—I I, I of course would always um, advise everyone to be taking the best care of themselves that they can, um, especially with, you know, his—he—he he wants to be yeah. like. Here's the other thing: he quit AEW.
1: To go to ROH, (laughs) he showed up in ROH. I I quit, brother. Oh, yeah, and and showed up. Well,
0: okay, but in okay, all right, but I'll I'll just answer that with um, uh, who's the Ring of Honor champion?
1: Um, I have no idea. It's Claudio. Samoa Joe. Oh, it's It's Claudio. Okay,
0: Claudio's the Ring of Honor champion, and he went right after Claudio. mm, You got me
1: pissed off here for one second because. This whole AEW uh, self help group and uh, light the fuse is under protest and will be taking a wrestler's court because last okay. night in the belt count I chose ten belts and we got to nine thankfully from our friends in New Japan being mm-hmm. on the show having belts as well and Claudio yeah, the Sabre champ came and we didn't talk about Cha- him either Claudio yeah and we'll get there Claudio's the champ and he did not come out with the belt leaving us at nine belts when I bet 10 for the over under and he's the champion didn't come out with the belt. There's big heat right here. Why did he not come out with it? Are, is the betting rigged already? And, uh, you know, th- this, yeah, is this, not is right. a, this
0: is huge. This is huge yep. breaking news I'm, here. And I, I think, yeah, we, we may have to just yes. shut this down right now and reconvene yep. at a later time yep. to, you yeah, know, but uh, but Cell, yeah, that's Celdamato's the thing you, in on it, models in a,
1: on it in some way. Uh, I'm I'm definitely hot about that from last night. Claudio screwed if, us big time. If there's a, if there's a
0: champion in the ring, but there is no belt, does it count?
1: Uh, mm. yeah, that, that he's representing area.
0: a belt. A belt yeah, is just a prop, but he's still a champion. I mean, what do we really that's I guess you I'm have thinking. to redefine, you have to look at and redefine exactly what you're counting here. Are you counting champions? Are you counting belts? Is it the physical object that you're betting on? I think you guys have to, like, redraw the whole charter and the rules and everything. Well, we
1: did. We, if it was just in a recap, then it meant no. But if it was in a recap with cut-in character monologues, then it was yes. Mm-hmm. And now this caveat's been added in there. And I feel like somebody specifically worked the fucking loophole to create this scenario, which means mm-hmm. it doesn't matter win or lose, that there's an inside job going on. So, uh, we're going to fucking find out about Perhaps, this. Yeah. Perhaps uh, we should
0: just scratch last night from the record and return all monies to their mm, original. We'll
1: see. But that doesn't mean there isn't a corrupt party amongst us. True. So, True. Uh, we're definitely getting it back. But um, uh, Matt Jackson attacks Moxley. Kingston stops it. Moxley gets fired up uh, against his friend where it's like, all right, I'm beating the shit out of everybody, but you and I are boys. So, oh, there's mm. this is the big pwg mark out of like whose side will they choose the 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 japan influence of and here comes takashita and he's gonna clear house and whose side will they choose are they still friends oh no the conflict the drama all this stuff is always stupid to me bro come down and fuck somebody up and and get the repercussions later like stopping in the middle of like but you and i are friends and then, okay, but I'll punch your other friend and not you. Like, mm, it all feels fourth grade elementary school to me. And I know that's what they like in some of the fucking New Japan stuff, but I always think it's stupid. Until those run-ins weren't enough, Osprey's here, hot off of his fucking don't-do-spots-in-the-car promo. I fucked my life up. And then he's going to kick, or, well, first Kenny Omega, the Hulk up off of Takashita, and then he's going to kick Kenny Omega out of nowhere and stand over them and beat the fuck out of them. More more
0: yeah. hit guys music. Kenny was yeah. watching his friends get beaten up, you know, before the other guy that he hates came out, you know, yeah. Like then this, this, this all went, you know, downhill pretty quickly after, like you said, it was a, you know, I don't like most of these people, you know, as opposed to the eight man we talked about earlier, but much mm-hmm. like the eight man, it had the same fun energy. So the crowd was with it. So I forgive everything. But then once did you too. did this, once you get to this part, the post-match, that's when it starts to be like, all right. And I was, I was uh, okay, cool. Eddie Kingston's here, everything like that. But then it starts like, all right, now let's start playing more music. And if they all just ran out, that would be a one thing. Um, it'd be ridiculous enough, but when you, you know, when you're doing the hit my music spots, then it takes away any of the actual like intensity or the realism of the, of, of, you know, I gotta I gotta get my shit in, but you know, um I play my music first. So right, right. you know, that whole thing. Um and yeah. And I don't know where you where, where, I don't know where you were throwing New Japan under the bus. They don't do shit like this. Yeah, <laughs> uh, what are you talking about? It so always this is not their like thing. That's the P W G thing.
1: It's the yeah, PWG it like that does this weird emotional like, shit. But we're friends, but there's your friends. Fuck them. Bye bye, like, no, this is this, like... this has never happened in New Japan.
0: This has never happened in New Japan.
1: It does, it happens all no no never, no. It's, it's never uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh yalla yeah, man all in all big you know explosive heightening exploring in a lot of these segments i didn't mind the stacked run-ins i wish uh for kingston's own get over that he would have Mm-hmm. Had the opportunity to come back in much better shape. I understand coming back from a hernia is no easy fucking thing, but right, right. You you rarely get a second chance, and you know to make those impressions. And uh, and here we are of like, ah, uh, dude, they're gonna carve them up. So it's it's tough, it's tough, man. Well, uh, they they
0: do that anyway. They're gonna talk shit about Kingston, and yeah, I don't, why give them yeah. an in? You know what I mean? I, I I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know why he puts it over sometimes. He's above all this. He's made it. Eddie Kingston has made it. Let me just say that. In case anybody's watching this, clipping this, and Eddie Kingston's going to hear this too, you made it, Eddie. You know, don't worry about what everybody says, but do take care of yourself, whatever that means to you. That's yeah. the best I can offer as a I guy just that's never to trigger, met you in his life.
1: Trigger the bipolar shit and. Like I would have liked it if he was if he came down looking like that and with an ice pick and stabbed a couple guys. That would have been, fun. you know, that'd yeah. have been fun Well, as head either.
0: of AEW Creative, I vetoed that idea he because that. I'm that's sure he did want to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I thought we've seen enough screwdrivers. We don't need more similar type things. But
1: yeah, he wasn't even scheduled. It just came really to stab some people and leave. That yeah, that's it. it. And, <laughs> and so, but it
0: wasn't. I see a Fun fact too about Eddie Kingston. He was announced to be in the G one this year. So Love after me. this hernia hernia surgery, he's gonna go through the most grueling tour that professional wrestling has to offer oh. against a bunch of guys that bust their ass every night. So yeah, man, have fun, he, Eddie. He's been yeah, right. I
1: can only imagine body wise what he feels like too like I do. But he's been working hard to get to this point for he's gonna days, get in so shape.
0: Yeah, you're gonna because get, the the G one lasts all month long. So he's gonna be on tour, he's gonna be eating this low calorie Japanese food um he's gonna be busting his ass and sweating every night because most of those buildings don't have fucking air conditioning because yeah. d- as technologically advanced as we like to think japan is a lot of it is just farms so yeah, they have all these have buildings where they're just pour. like pouring sweat in the in the middle of that ring under those hot lights and stuff so eddie him. might lose that 40 pounds during the g1 you
1: yeah. know, Oh boy. The G one workout coming soon. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. Shit. We'll but get a I, review
0: that... from Stevie Richards fitness pretty soon. too.
1: <laughs> yeah. Right. That was excellent. <clears throat> Excuse me. Well, I got to look up uh Russo's fantasy baseball logins, uh, mm-hmm. do some more cannabis, then go to upstate wrestling experience tonight and, uh, and teach there you guys. So it's going to be a full day, uh, to finish out the day here at HMG, but I was so glad to spend the afternoon with you vet. Thank you very much for hitting me up, man. Uh, Yes. Come on in and co-host light the fuse today, buddy. Uh, I know you got plenty going on here with all the other shows you captain with uh, Next Level Review and Impact Attack. What else on the agenda for you, pal?
0: Well, it even would have been the Monday locker room this week, but you know, mm-hmm. Twitter and their notifications just don't even. Oh, good. Uh, but that's all right. Um, that's all right. This will never happen again. I'll always be on standby. And uh, as for uh, where you can find me, you know, on social media, at Opinion everywhere. That'll take care of that. Um, you can find me on the next level wrestling review with big Ray Hernandez every Wednesday at 8 AM Pacific, 11 AM Eastern. You can find me every Monday night at 6 30 PM Pacific, 9 30 PM Eastern for the impact attack where I, I am maybe the new head of creative and impact or me and Jimmy <laughs> Jacobs have gone to, I, I lost what, I don't know what happened. Maybe I'm getting two paychecks. Who knows? A lot of people in impact have had to get two paychecks. So, uh, from what I hear, uh, so, uh, but you can find me talking about their stuff over there on that uh you can find me uh sometimes guest starring on the pwc network you never know where i'm going to show up uh you know wrestling with rip rogers just had rye back on you know mm-hmm. next week they might have me on you just never know where i'm going to show up and of course like i mentioned our man stevie richards is doing big things he just dropped another episode of the big fitness show he mm-hmm. just dropped another review he's done a year-long review of the fight camp that video just went up a couple hours ago Uh, So he talks about from when he first got the fight camp, you know, heavy bag and workout. And now a year later where he's at with it was the condition of the bag. So quick 10 minute review video just popped up for Stevie. He just, he can't be stopped, Ben. You you try to stop him. I hear you. I I hear you and Vince trying to stop him. He's just, he refuses to be stopped. And you know some people just aren't happy unless they're unstoppable so he's a truck man now so he keeps on truck right. that's what he does he's got maybe. a truck he's got a truck review <laughs> video too so stevie richards fitness everything man check yeah, stevie dude. richards out guys
1: absolutely man super happy for him and proud of the work he's doing always and it was a great week at russo brand master shoot was a lot of theater a lot of fun a lot of Master shoot theater was a lot of fun <laughs> on Fuck island it was a good time all the way around. Uh, so y'all love, man. Appreciate you guys tuning in live with us in the chat. Hopefully, you have a kick ass week again. Uh, all apologies. No SmackDown Live self help group tomorrow nights. Cool. Cool. As I'll be on with Cafe uh, Day Renee Rene, uh, his podcast over there on Patreon, doing the watch along with him, always uh, have a fun time making him laugh and it's crossovers like that and the vet being an ambassador for HMG. Big shout out to Bulletproof uh, Blake Troop as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, had us on NWA and his fight camp stuff, mm-hmm. putting out his promo pictures, the big HMG logo, the horseshoe genetics logo. All that stuff, man, makes me uh, so proud and happy when we're all representing each other. I think that's always the way forward, the true community that we've built here and everybody doing everything they can to support each other. That's how it all uh, moves forward. And even if it stays where it is, the best have already found each other. So, y'all on behalf of the vet, Hacker Hameen and the rest of the HMG crew. This was like the fuse infidels y'all. <laughs> we are in control now.